sanctuary this morning. We are just so glad, we are so delighted that you chose to come and be in the sanctuary with us today. And to those of you that are watching online, thank you so much for tuning in today. We know that you could have chosen any other station. We know that you could have been watching, you could have been listening any other place. But we praise God for your presence with us today. Now as we begin this worship service, we pray that we all would lift high and holy hands so that we may receive the anointing of the God, our God from on high. Thank you. Amen. Let's see. We set our work aside. Set our work to come into your presence one more time. Lord, we pray for the infilling of your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Empty us so that we may be filled today, Lord. Bless this place. Bless your worshipers today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so glad to be in the house one more time. David said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and just realize all of his benefits because he's the one that forgives us for all of our iniquities. He's the one that heals us from all of our diseases. He's the one that crowns us with good things. He's the one that, who blocks all the destruction of the devil. The Lord says he's the one that crowns us with goodness and mercy and tender and mercy. God is the one that blesses us to wake up every morning and be able to ambulate our limbs. He is slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. As high as the heavens are above the earth, has he separated us from our sins. As far as the east is from the west, God is merciful to us. The Bible says, let everything that had breath this morning praise the Lord because when I think about the goodness of Jesus 
and all that he has done for me. Our souls are to cry out this morning. Thank you, Lord, for saving a wretch like me. We want to welcome you on behalf of Pastor Jonathan B. Fields and First Lady Melody Fields. A warm tabernacle of praise. Uh, welcome this morning. You may be seated in the presence of God this morning. We are just so thankful that you made it this morning. We say we are the church with the open door where everybody is somebody and worship is truly a joy. You know, it's not a, by happenstance that you make it from week to week. Our dear, how many of you remember Brother uh, 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 Jerry? His real name is Gerald Hogan. Hogue, he met Teresa in the line of Sam's a couple of weeks ago while she was getting items for the homeless. He inquired about it and she invited him to church. He came to church the next day. Amen. Rode his bike five miles to make it to the church. Amen. Come on now. Amen. You know, sometimes we have a hard time dragging in and when we have cars. But when you know how good God is, you can't wait to get to the house of the Lord. And lo and behold, he had been dealing with a medical situation for a couple of years, was on a, a waiting list. And this past Monday, he got a call to say, uh, someone dropped out and we're going to move you up to the front of the line. Amen. And lo and behold, it was going to be an outpatient uh, surgery. It was only going to schedule to be a couple of hours. But the surgery went on for eight hours. And the doctor said he was just a ticking time bomb. It was only by the grace of God that he was still alive. But see, God in his mercy knew that he, need, he couldn't wait till next year. God had to put him up to the front of the line to save their brother's life. So when we think about the goodness of Jesus, oh, we have to praise the Lord this morning. So I talked to him this morning. He's in good spirits. And he was able to get up and, and ambulate himself, and they were going to send him to rehab. But he said that, doctor said, you're doing so good, we're going to just send you home. Amen. And we're going to send home health aid there. So we just want you to continue to pray, and we're going to visit him, and we're going to pray with him. He's already started Bible studies. Amen. 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 So God has people out there just waiting. So we have to do our part and be ready to give a word, a ready word. For the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is trying to make up his jewels. Sister uh, Marla Lacey lost her, her daughter uh, this summer. And her oldest daughter is very tragic, unexpected. And she was so uh, enthralled and just impressed with the church, how we supported her and brought her through that rough time that she wanted to give back to the church. She wanted to give back to all the officers, all those that serve in the church, and she bought a gift for everybody. Now, this is not those generic gifts where you just get a hundred of one thing, you just reach in the basket and grab one out, but each one of these gifts has your name on it. Okay? And I mean, from the, the ushers all the way to the musicians, Everybody has a gift. Praise the Lord. If you serve in this church, you have a gift. Amen. And so she has them. She's going to pass them out after service in the um, education in the education wing at the conference room. Amen. So be sure not to leave. Amen. Because she did so much. It's not like she has a lot of money. She struggles like everybody else. 
but she loves and made a sacrifice for us. So let's show our love and appreciation. She'll be here a little bit later on. We want to also pray for LaFolia, who lost his mother unexpectedly. Amen. So he's having his service. They're uh, having a service right now. And we want to continue to pray for his family. And we're going to support him at the repast after church. Amen. Amen. Uh, board members, we have board meeting the last one of the year this Monday at 6 p.m. So make sure you tune in uh, so that we can finish the year out strong. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I will be remiss if I did not encourage you to come next week for our what, Bear? Can anybody say thank you, Lord? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yes, indeed. And the devil, he's been here on the rehearsals. He's been sitting down in these roles listening, and he knows he's in trouble next week. That's why he's been attacking so much. As a matter of fact, I woke up this morning. I was having a little trouble with my voice last night, but I woke up this morning. My throat was hurting so bad I could barely talk. And Beverly gave me a little tip. She said, get some ginger root and chew on it. And this morning I got up, it was hurting so bad, and I looked in the refrigerator, and lo and behold, the Lord had already told my wife, unbeknownst to me, she already had the ginger root in the refrigerator. It said, before you call, the Lord will answer. Yeah, yeah. And so I took the ginger root, my mouth had burned all the bacteria, and whatever was in my throat, it just burned it out. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And we thank God for the prayers this morning. At this time, let us continue in our worship.
praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm majestic. Yes. Is his name. Yes. King of kings. Oh, yeah. Lord of lords. How majestic is your name. Our God, our Savior, he is an awesome God. He's a wonderful God. He's a caring God. He's a God who's right there, right on time. And there's no greater time than the present to come before his presence. This is that time where we all have an opportunity to participate. Not tithe and offering, but prayer. It's that place where we can take our, our trials, our, our pains, our, 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 our discomforts. We can take them to the Lord. And he will hear. He will answer. And so we want to take this moment right now to invite those who desire to come forth before the throne of God and share with us in prayer. And for those who are not able to come or who would just like to remain, we, we ask that you would reverently bow your heads or kneel if, if, if possible. But truly God is an awesome God. Father God, Lord, truly, King of kings, Lord of lords, oh, majesty, it's not by happenstance that we find ourselves, Lord, before your throne, recognizing that, God, you are the one. There's none other beside thee. But most importantly, Lord, there is nothing that is impossible for you. And so, Lord, because we have gathered around the throne, because we have bowed our heads, because we have kneeled before you, Lord, we, we come, Lord, expecting a change. I am so elated, Lord, to be able to stand before your children. To stand in the spot to call upon your precious name. Where there is power asserted through the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, right now, we just want to take a moment just to say thank you. We're here, Lord, because you loved us so much. So you woke us this morning, gave us mobility, gave us a sense of mind, directed our paths, brought us safely to this throne. And so we say thank you, Lord. Lord, we say thank you because the week was hard. But you kept your hands upon us. You protected us. You clothed us. You fed us. You ensured that we would have strength to get here today. 
So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, you took care of our bills. Made sure that we still had a roof over our head. Lord, you also provided us with the means by which we could get around traveling here and fro. We made it to our jobs. You gave us the flexibility, even in the midst of pain, to work. You're such a loving and caring God, such a provider. And so we thank you, Lord. And so, Lord, when we come before the throne, Lord, we don't come just expecting, but we come knowing, Lord, knowing that you shall and you will do according to your will. Lord, it's not by happenstance, but it's a true miracle that you stood in the gap for your son, Jerry. death row not even knowing that he was on death row but you came to his rescue provided the means by which he was moved to the front of the line touched his body allowed for the surgeons to perform the miracle work of surgery and even to this point you allowed them to say, hey, you can go home. I don't know. But that's a God of love. That's a God of attention. That's a God of respect. And so, Lord, even as we continue in the prayer, Lord, we know there are others out there who are suffering. Lord, we, 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 we lift up Sister Elaine and even in the midst of all that she's going through, Lord, we come to understand that even her hearing mm, 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 is getting better. Nothing that man has done, but because of your love and your mercy. So stay your hands upon her, Lord. Continue to heal her, Lord. Touch Alexandria, Lord. I don't know, Lord, that any of us could go through what she has gone through and yet keep our heads held high. But she testifies to the goodness of who you are. So, Lord, don't let her down, but continue to lift her up. Continue to be that bomb in Gilead, bringing healing. And allow her, Lord, to walk in the fullness of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, Father God, we ask prayer for all of our weak, for all of our sick, for all of our members who are going through some period of bereavement. It hits me, Lord, when I think of Lafolia and how he has lost his mother unexpectedly. I've been there, Lord. But I know the power that lies within, that you are the one, Lord that can bring him through and you will give comfort and so Lord touch your servant extend your hands of mercy upon his family let them know that there's a God awaiting with arms outstretched 
Lord, I thank you for allowing for your children who have come before this throne this morning. I may not know, Lord, the ins and the outs and the betweens of what they're here for. But what I do know, Lord, that you are a mind reader. And not only that you are a mind reader, Lord, but you are also a regulator. Because whatever is going on, you, Lord, are the one. That's right, Lord. You're the one. And the last thing I know is that you said if we keep our eyes fixed upon you, from which cometh our help, you would heal us. And so, Lord, I ask again for your blessings upon all of your children, both here in, the in front of the throne and those in the audience and those online. Reach out, Lord. Touch them. Touch your manservant this morning, Lord. Touch his family. But most importantly, Lord, send your spirit to fall fresh upon us. That we will find change, Lord, within us. So that we would not walk out of here the same. But we will find, walk out of here, Lord, newly found Christians. Loving on our Lord and our Savior. Who has loved on us and continues to love us. We thank you, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. these flowers have decided to increase but they're beautiful they're very beautiful amen amen nice thank you for the decorators who has done a great job amen. okay house cleaning no no keeping Keep. housekeeping <laughs> right away all right so the first thing is all right thank you lord concert we have a choir that have been really 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 working hard and our uh, musicians have been doing extra work so that we can enjoy and praise the Lord fully next week. Amen. So we Im invite all of you back who are visitors, and for those of you who are members, we know that you have already have your families and friends um, set up with their invitations. Now, there will be invitations in the back if anyone didn't receive their five. So if you didn't get them last week, we, we, we have some more. Oh, we need, oh, oh, okay, they need five more, okay. <laughs> All right, I want to say just a brief testimony about those, uh, those invitations. So Lee went to one place, not our usual place, and they was, you know, kind of doing whatever it was they were doing, but it took a long, long, long time to just copy the things. And so they copied them wrong. So they copied them, and it ended up being, instead of the 200, 800. Invitations. <laughs> and then they were going to charge him about $50 and $60 to cut the thing. So he went to a different spot and back up to the one we usually go. And the guy said, mm, I'm going to just charge you $3 for this. So I just praise the Lord for his goodness. Yes, yes, yes. So everyone, come on now. It's going to be an awesome day, an awesome time. We hit our, our six, seven, maybe eight um, daycare centers and so they have their invitations have gone out. So if you're coming, you must come early. Please come to get your seat, um, you know, because it's going to be a lot of people coming. I'm just believe that. All right, so that's the first thing. Secondly, 
we want you to remember that with this concert, we're, we're accepting funds and donations for our poor fund and for the ministries that we have going at the church. So that's the second thing. And if you have not been able to kind of keep up with your uh, tithe and offerings, we would like for you to uh, remember that and bring yourselves up to poor. Do not go into the new year owing God because you don't want you know, God to owe you. You don't want him to owe you that next breath, right? You don't want him to owe you a good nice rest. You want the peace that passes understanding. And that, you know, I hate to say it, sometimes it, it can be murky around here, but we want you to be, we don't want you to be um, anxious and worried about God. We want your relationship with him to be secure. Um, and then let's see, it, uh, oh yes, this is very, very important, very important. We are in a cold drive. I don't know if anybody knows that, but we are in a cold drive. Yeah, right. So please bring coats. I think we're asking for adults, medium and large uh, coats for the homeless ministry. So please bring your coats in. The goal, the desire is 100 coats, and we can do that. That's not impossible. We can do that. Okay? So. <laughs> All right. So we heard about uh, Brother Jared, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. To be just bumped up to the top of the line like that. That's just not, that's just not by accident, right? And I know this, this week's everybody up in here, if you think about it, something happened that should not have happened good for you. Something happened, you, no matter how big it was or how small, think about it. It's not by accident. It's God's love showering on you. And then there are people out there who don't know about God's love. They just don't know. And so we have to tell them about it. And so we cannot keep the message just in the church. We're going to practice on pushing it outside of the church. So you have to say it loud enough so that those out there can hear us in here. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. He is worthy of our praise. So, 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 so worthy of our praise. Now, I'm going to say this. Teresa was in the store minding her own business, and Jared decided to get in her business. And as a result of that, Jared, believe it or not, Jerry, okay, I thought it was Jerry, but anyway, Jerry believe it or not, brought the favor of God to his door by doing what God told him to do. Amen. Now, I want you guys to hear that. It's a living example right before you. Did what some people would have said, are you crazy? You're going you're gonna to ride five, five uh, miles to get to this place you don't know about, don't know these people. You're going to step up in there. What's wrong with you? It's another situation like that in the Bible. He's not alone. So the, the widow of Zarephath was minding her own business, gathering some sticks so that she can make a little cake for herself and go die. Because there was a famine in the land. That's all she had left. A little bit of oil, a little bit of meal. I think that's what you call hot water bread. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of water. And she was going to just go ahead, give it to her son or herself, and then die. Well, here comes this stranger, right? And this stranger says to her, nah, you know, do what you were going to say, but feed me first. 
Not really, for real. That would just annoy me to the last, just, uh, how dare you? You're a grown man. Go get a job. You can do more than I can. Okay, so that's just my bad attitude. But anyway, she listened, and she did it. And then he said, now, go get, you know, like a pots. He said, the meal will not run dry. That's not going to go away. But go get you some pots. And in an instant, he turned her into an entrepreneur. He said, get the pots, gather from all your friends. And she sent her sons out. Now, come on, y'all. For what? We getting ready to die. You already ate up all of our stuff. So, But she did it, right? And as a result, they brought in all the pots from their neighbors, and they start pouring from the empty pot, the little, war, the little oil, poured and poured, and they filled up all these pots and were able to sell oil to everybody else. Now, I'm not telling you this story for no reason. I'm reminding you that God is telling you to do something. Everybody in here, God, speak to you because you wouldn't be here if he didn't speak to you. But every last one of us, he's calling us to a higher standard of living, a higher way of thinking, and a better way of relating to other people. So when he says, go ahead and forgive so-and-so, it's not our job to say, he he asked for forgiveness, you say ask. That's not our job. But if he says to you, go over there and speak to the woman, go speak. Because the thing you want, the thing you need may be in her hands. Are you guys hearing me? So let's get busy. At the beginning of the year, I challenge everybody to do better at something. And I want you to spend some time in these next few weeks reflecting on what you are doing better today than you were doing in December the 31st, 1st, um, 2022. This is 2023. Where have you improved in your life? And then if you did not improve, is it because God didn't tell you what to do? Or did you just not do it? We're going to ask the deacons to come forward. And we're going to give an opportunity, just an opportunity to ask to have the Lord's blessings come down on us so much that we will not be able to receive it, that it will overflow. He will pour out from the windows of heaven. Give us so many blessings. This is why we do what we do, because we trust God and we believe that he's going to do what he says. He hasn't failed us yet. Most honorable Father, in the blessed name of Jesus, how grateful we are that you love us, dear Father. Lord, we ask that with this praise and offering that's going to you, dear Father, that you would change it from a uh, secular use to a sacred use and let all the glory and all the gratitude and all of our praise be given from our heart as we return to you what you've given to us. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray and praise you always. Let the church say amen and amen.
something like that. For me, 
that's a sermon in and of itself. There was no need to preach. Being in the safety of the Lord, I realize the condition of our world today. But yet I understand in the fullness of who he is that truly we're in his safety. And so I'm grateful. Thank you, choir. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you, musicians. Truly God is God, and there's none other beside him. I'm not going to labor long. I'm, so let me not say that. I'm going to let the Spirit use me. And I intend for you to allow him to use me as well. And so, Lord, as I step before your children, understanding, Lord, that we are in your safety. And your safety, Lord, comes by your word comes by our relationship with you, comes, Lord, as a desire to save us. And so, Lord, right now, I ask, Father God, Lord, that you would remove the man. Send, Lord, a precious part of your Holy Spirit to abide and dwell within this temple. Fill us, Lord, with your word. Teach us and then write upon our hearts, Lord, the commission that has been set before us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 You know, it's interesting how God works, how He moves. And I'm just going to ask you to abide with me for just a little while. Listen closely. Grasp a hold of every word, every text. Find yourself in the midst of what is being said. And then allow the Spirit of God to fall fresh upon you. For I truly believe that what he's bringing is truly from the Spirit of God. I was telling our communications director, I had called him early, well, not early, but midday yesterday, and I said, I got a sermon. Title. I said, Title. And he said, All right, send it to me. I said, Well, you want me to send it now? He said, No, you can send it to me later. And I said, Oh. Okay. And so I sat down and I began to think about it and I said, mm, Lord, what are you trying to do? And he didn't give me the go-ahead with the title. And I said, oh, not another one of those moments. But I praise God for those moments. How many know that it's the early part of the day when dawn is arising, when the sun is coming up, that God blesses you. I know so because he woke me up this morning. And so when I think of the goodness of God, 
I don't mind that he changes the title subway. I don't even mind if he changes the sermon midway. But what I'm excited about is to share this word with him. And look here, I'm not a preacher, but I sure love teaching the word of God. And so we're going to get a lesson. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to hold my horse. But we're going to praise God for who he is. And so if you allow me but for a moment to preach on this subject in which our communication director was like, are you sure? Is that what you want? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. And so when he, 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 he asked me, I said, yeah, there was no mistake. There was no type error. And he was like, hmm, okay. Well, the Lord got something. And I said, well, yeah. He got something because he woke me up at 11.30 last night. He said, okay, this is the title. All power. All power. And GFCI. What? GFCI. Go. Go. And complete your mission. Go. And complete your mission. If you'd mind standing with me as we read the scripture, I'll read in your hearing because I want the words to resonate in your spirit. Because the reality is, is that God does not just give words, but he expects us to move upon them. And so the scripture says here in Matthew chapter 28 and verses 18 through 21, and Jesus, who? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power, Mm. not some power, not a little power, but all power Mm. Mm -hmm. is given unto me. Not just here, there, a little there, but in heaven and in earth. Ooh, he covered. And so with the acknowledgement of all power, which tells me that it is indicative of us to adhere to his call because he's right there with us. Go ye therefore and teach. Oh, yes, Lord, have mercy. So look here, we don't all have to be preachers. We can teach. Teach. All nations, not just one. Our Sabbath school lesson had a lesson back on the day that who was our neighbor? And the word of God says that all nations. Mm, Y'all didn't get it. You'll get it later. But don't just teach them. But baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son And of the Holy Ghost. In other words, they are my children. And when they come into this oneness, they are mine forevermore. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you belong to the Lord. Teaching them to observe all things. Not some things. But all things. In other words, this world is chaotic. 
And it will give you a prescription that will allow you to fall dead in your tracks. But God says, follow me, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You may be seated. Truly, our God is an awesome God. And he's a God that, it's interesting how he works. He touches all of us in different ways. He gives acknowledgement unto all of us based off of what we can receive and, and, and are ready to accept. Because he's that kind of God. He's personal. He wants to have a close walk with you. He wants to be able to reach out and touch you. And so, just like you, Andre, I had a close encounter. Hence the title, hence the change. But I thank him for it. Oftentimes, the way that the Lord works with me is through a revelation of an experience that I had with him. And so earlier this year, earlier this year, my family and I, we were engulfed with a situation that left us confounded and without direction. Have you ever been there before? Found yourself in a place between a rock and a hard place, didn't know where to go or how you was going to get there, but you needed some help? Yeah. Oh, but I know there's a person, there's a God. And all you got to do is call on his name because all power. Oh, my goodness. Ah, hallelujah. I want to jump ahead. Mm, mm, mm. And so we found ourselves confounded. We found ourselves in this situation. And Lord, how, which way do we go? And so however the problem was going to go away, it had, however the problem was not going to go away, it had to be dealt with. And so I found myself asking the question, why were we having this problem? Why now? Why? Every time something comes our way that's not comfortable to us, we always cry out, Lord, why? <laughs> Instead of saying, well, okay, Lord, what you want now? Forgetting about where he brought us from to where we are today, but we, come, we still come back and say, why? Why, Lord? Why now? Everything was going just well. And all of a sudden, Lord, now, why? But it's interesting to know that when God taps you and allows something to happen, it's for a purpose, it's for a reason. It's a reason why. It's up to us to seek that reason, to understand that reason, and to allow for the Spirit of God to move. So often, during life, we will have circumstances that will garner a need for an investigation. So, 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 so don't just ask why. Get down on your knees and start investigating 
The Lord said he didn't have a problem with you asking the question why, but you got to be willing to go all the way. Because sometimes in the, in the asking, you might find the answer and you might not like the answer. But you need to do your investigation anyhow. And so we have to get down on our knees and pray. The question is, where will you seek your help from? I said the Lord said get down, but most of us, when we ask the question why, we stop looking to the Lord and we start seeking to try to figure that thing out for ourselves. Am I telling the truth? You know I am. Because we always try to find a solution based upon our own personal experience, based upon our... Some of us think we are highly educated. But I know you remember the sermon that I preached a while back, that there's no greater education than having the wisdom of the Lord, which is the acknowledgement of knowledge, which is brought to help you understand wisdom, meaning how do you use it? Mm. And so that's how our Lord, our Savior works. We have to be willing to find the right direction, to seek out the right direction. But who will you seek? And so the problem was it was our refrigerator. Now, I know all of you don't know about our refrigerator, but I'm quite sure my wife and son-in-law and daughter-in-law, I'm sure they remember the refrigerator issue. I'm sure the elder remembers the refrigerator issue. How many of you know you you, you got to put your food in your refrigerator, right? How many of you know you don't want to have to go out and purchase a whole other batch of food? You don't want the food to go, go bad because, hey, some of us live on a, a, a budget, right? And so we had a problem with our refrigerator. The water dispenser and the ice maker, they had stopped functioning. And matter of fact, they had been they had been functioning for quite a while. And uh, truth be told, you know, we'll get this fixed, we'll do this, we'll do that. that. That was my mindset. And finally I, you know, we we got this warranty. Yeah, you know, let's just call American Home Warranty. Already missed the point. Who will you call? You see, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is I should have been calling the Lord long before I got to American Home Warranty. But I was preparing a way to call them instead of calling the Lord. And not so much so that the water dispenser or the ice maker was so important. However, I do like a, a nice cold of a glass of ice water during the summertime. And it was hot this summer. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to call them. And surely, surely they would be able to help resolve my problem. Mm-hmm. Already. Already. That's how most of us are. We look to what man can do instead of exerting ourselves into what the Lord can do. God said, just call upon me. I'll be there. I will answer. 
But yet in our simple state of mind, we do it ourselves. And so I call <laughs> the home warranty. I mean, I pay enough money, right? Which is another problem. I pay all this money each month for a home warranty when I, I know a person or I know a God who owns the cattle on a thousand years. Why am I paying this money? I know, scratch your head. And I'm not telling you to throw away your home warranty. I'm not telling you to do that. But I want you to consider that there is an ultimate power that can get you through. And so I said, well, I'm going to call them. They're going to rectify my problem. And so this source that I chose wasn't a bad source. I mean, by the way, you know, you pay that little change, and then they come out, and they look at the problem. They, they try to fix the problem. If they can't fix the problem, then they replace the, the equipment. You know, they got all these little perks. Oh, sound good. The true realization of it is, is that over a period of time, you probably pay more into the program than what it would have cost just to replace the issue. But I was that person, and I was caught off guard. And so I called them, and they sent me out someone. But I need to let you know that before you do what I did, Psalms 121. Psalms 121. Verse 1. Psalms 121. Verse 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. I just told you he owns them, right? <laughs> From whence cometh my help. Stop depending upon mankind. Start focusing on what God can do, what God has done. You're not here by happenstance. You're here because he loves you. He's always been there for you. And he will continue to be there throughout. Focus on the Lord. Lift up your eyes. From what's coming, thy help. That's a promise. That's not just a question, but that's a dot in the statement. You got it. It's yours. And so I still didn't find myself in that place. And so they sent out Eric. And Eric came out, and I had a good time with Eric. Eric was funny. He was picking on my wife, and I said, dude, look here. She didn't send you that. I sent you that. And he's like, well, her number was in. I said, yeah, but it was for me. I'm the one. And so Eric and I, we would go back and forth, because he couldn't mess with the wife. Come on, say it. Y'all already know. You can't mess with the wife. She'll put you in your place quickly. She'll let you know. But Eric and I, we got to know each other real good. But Eric came out, and he came out quickly, and he assessed the problem. 
And Eric said, well, you have a GFCI issue. And he said, that's your issue. And he said, now you just need to figure out what to do with it. I'm like, dude, that's what you're supposed to be doing. He said, well, I did what I was supposed to do. I, I came out and I found out what the issue was. I told you what the issue is, and this is what you got to do. He said, because the truth of the matter is, well, let me put it this way. What is a GFCI issue? Hmm, I'm glad you asked. What is a GFCI issue? Well, you see, GFCI, this is crazy, but it's good. GFCI stands for ground fault, ground fault. Ooh, y'all, that already had you jumping right there. It really should have because the truth of the matter is the Lord says if you're not founded in, in, in on solid rock. Come on, say man. If you don't find your feet placed on the solid foundation, you shall not move forward. In fact, the wind and the waves will come and wash you away. You got a ground fault circuit. Mm. That didn't get you shouting. Come on now. Last I understood, and I'm not by no means a construction person that have any idea what all that stuff is about. But I had to learn through the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Ground fault circuit. Circuit indicating that there's something wrong with the power source that is causing the issue. Oh, it's coming to you now. Yeah. There's something wrong with it. And so I'm looking at Eric and I'm like, dude, I'm no electrician. How in the world do you expect me to? He said, well, that's, that's, that's not the end of the issue. I'm like, well, how much more could it be? He said, well, the eye. And so ground fault circuit interrupter. Mm, mm, mm. You know why we find ourselves in situations that causes us to fall is because we allow for something to interrupt the current that should be running directly to the source, which should be our foundation, but we try to handle it ourselves. And so when I look at what God has done and what he continues to do, I get excited about how he works with me. And I know he works with you in the same manner or another. But he works with you. I won't tell you what time I got up, because I didn't write it last night. But I know what God can do and what God has done. I was so excited. The wife came down and she said, baby, all right? I said, oh, I'm having a good time. I just turned 61, and I feel good about it. I ain't going to sit up here and tell you I ain't in no pain. Hallelujah. Thank God for pain. I ain't going to sit up here and tell you I'm in 100%, uh, 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 just the best place in my life. No. But I'm right where God 
needed me to be. Right where he needed me to be. And so I asked the question, what does all this here mean for me? And it was interesting. When I looked at how these things work, that ground fault circuit interrupter, it's a system set within the breakers that are connected to your plug. And so when you look at your plugs and you're understanding that you have these little buttons on there and sometimes you see them pop out and stuff stops, why did that thing do that? Don't you know I was trying to get this juice made? I was trying to get that, that I wanted that smoothie and that thing stopped because there was an interruption. The button had popped out. And so the Ground fault circuit acts as a device to help supplement or save something that's coming down the pipe. Now, I know y'all missed that one. Have you ever been traveling the highway? And the night is getting long. And you realize you're getting a little bit tired. Your eyes are getting a little heavy. But yet you're still wanting to drive. And all of a sudden you get a flash of something. Something that interrupted. Something that caused a circuit breaker. Something that tried to alert you to what was coming down the pipe. And yet you still kept on going. And so what that circuit breaker does, it says, all right, if you're not going to stop, then I'm going to stop you. That's the interruption. And so when you saw that cow, sorry, Paul, he wakes you up. Give me this car. I'm driving. It's good to have fun. It's good to, to, to understand the truth, fullness of how God has protected us. Don't y'all be messing with Paul. There you go. <laughs> but God works in mysterious ways. And it was interesting as I continued to delve deeper into this ground fault circuit interrupter. It went on to tell me that not only was it the source of power, that had the ability to stop or cut off, but it also let me know that there was an acknowledgement that this thing worked in such a manner. You know, I mean, you said, uh, Lord, um, I'm about ready to lose my mind up in here. Up in here. Yeah, I'm so tired of, and I'm tired of, and so Lord, and before you get the fourth or third one out, he's already been answered the question. He said, what's your problem? I've already covered it even before you thought to ask it. 
because that's the kind of God he is. And so the circuit breaker, it says that it works within one fortieth of a second. But Jesus says, you're too late. I'm already there. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Because that's the kind of God he is. The scripture says that in the end, well, let me, let me, let me, let me go here because y'all might miss it. Matthew chapter 28, if you haven't gathered it by yet, by now, I'm coming out of that book, that chapter. Matthew chapter 28, verse 1 through 3. Matthew chapter 28, verse 1 through 3. Let me ask this question. How many of you are glad that the Sabbath rolled around? Amen. How many of you can raise your hand, babe? I got both of them up. So you know what that means. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes... She said, you know, men, they don't tend to raise their hands. They don't mind me telling you, babe. They, they don't tend to raise their hands or wave you like you just don't care. <laughs> and she said, you definitely don't be raising your hand. And I said, well, babe, that's just not in my spirit. And she said, well, I don't understand because if God is doing, and I had to go to sleep on that. And it marinated in my spirit to the point that I said, Lord, I want to get up at, see, I thought y'all thought y'all was going to get me. I ain't telling you. But he woke me up right on time. And he woke me up with the excitement of getting into his word and spending some time with him, some honorable time with him. And so I'm, a, I'm able to stand here right now and raise both of my hands. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I promise you, last night, Paul, I could barely stand. I could barely move walking out of this church last night. T asked me, she said, you okay? You need to sit down. <laughs> I said, as long as the Lord is willing, I'm going to keep on standing. Because you know sometimes, sometimes <laughs> he sends a word through his servant. I should have sat on down. I could have kept on listening and, and, and learned. But that's the point. That's what the ground fault circuit inter interrupter is. In the midst of time when we need it most, Matthew 28, 1 through 3, the scripture says that in the end of the Sabbath, where? End of the Sabbath, end of the Sabbath which is indicative or which tells us that during the Sabbath, something else must have been taking place because it didn't happen while the Sabbath was going on. It happened in the end of the Sabbath. It went on to fall. Y'all know what I just said. As it began to dawn mm, 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 toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. And they were on their way to the sepulcher. Now, we, we, we all know what had transpired. We know that our Father, our Savior, our Lord had hung on the cross for you, for I. And he bowed his head. But he said, it's time to rest. I'm so glad that even in the midst of time that he explained to us that at, at this particular time that this death was not a death that was secure, that it would finish, that it was the end of all. It was the death of rest. 
For he told them, he said, look, Lazarus, but sleep. I don't need to break it down no more to you. But he laid down his life. Just as he did with Lazarus, he gave himself up. But oh, how wonderful it was because he did it specially because he rested on the Sabbath. Which was to let you and I know that it's good to rest. And like each and every one of everybody else, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they wanted to show their love for their Savior. And so they were on their way, but on the way, even before, there was such an earthquake. It was so powerful that it shook everything. And the earthquake was such that it, 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 it caused a, uh, the, 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 the soldiers, they were so afraid of it. And they didn't know what to do. And as they looked, they, they saw the stone had been moved. But even greater than the stone being moved, how many of you know that God has angels watching over you, watching over me? And there was an angel, and he sat on the stone. Woo! The devil has nothing on you. He can't touch you unless the Lord allows it. He sends angels to keep you. And so as they looked, the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and he came back. He was the one who rolled away the stone. He was the one who sat upon it. His, but, 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 Jesus, whoo, hallelujah. Jesus came forth. His countenance was as lightning. I don't, I don't know if you get it, but I used to sit as a child, Yvonne, and I would watch the lightning strike. And it was so glorious to me, not realizing the danger that lied behind it, but it was such an exciting thing to see the sky light up. And as I read that, his countenance like lightning. What a glorious scene. And it says his raiment was like snow. Now back in the day, I, uh, snow isn't like it was back in the day. We used to get snow, and it was so pretty white. Y'all remember them days? Yeah, it was so beautiful. And all you wanted to do was just go out there and man, I'm, I'm going to make me an angel. You know? Y'all didn't do that? Oh, yeah. Well, some of us, you know, we like to go out there and gather the snow. A little snowball fight. Oh, yeah, we would have a ball. We had fun. And even some of us, we would tap into mom, and mom would say, go gather me some snow. See, some of y'all don't know what real ice cream is about. Oh, yeah, we gather that snow, and she put it in there and mix it up. Man, we had some of the best ice cream. Oh, God, it's so good. That's how our Lord and Savior was. That's how he looked coming out of there. His countenance lighting up. 
His raiment white as snow. He was God. He was our Savior. John 7, 34 and 39. John 7, 34 through 39. 34 through 39. It says, ye shall seek me and shall not find me. Uh-oh. I know I threw a twist in there. I know y'all were expecting something else. But from the word of God, it says, and ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. Woo! That statement alone is, ugh, it makes you shiver at the thought. But the harsh reality or the true reality is that that statement is based upon your relationship with the Lord. Because, see, here's the truth of the matter is God already knows what's on your mind and what's in your heart. And so when that statement came, he wasn't making it a a blanket statement, but he was making it a, a statement to the confounded ones who were not adhering to his word. It says that the Jews, the Jews themselves said, whither will he go? They missed the point already. (laughs) He said, you can't find me. And where I go, you cannot even come. And they asked the question, whither will he go? Whither will he go that we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed? Among, and disperse among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles. Oh, I had a time in Sabbath school. Thank you, Lee. Sometimes it's just hard to let go. But God has called us, he has commissioned us to go and serve. And sometimes he has to allow for us to go through some things so that we will adhere to the true calling. And so what matter of saying is this, that he said, ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. In the last days, in the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, if any man, and they still missed the point, if any man, Thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this, but this spake he of the spirit. Oh, now now it's coming, it's coming. Spake this of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, For the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Think about it for a second. GFCI, ground fault, circuit interrupted. Yet the Holy Ghost had not yet come, but the truth of the matter was still being spoken. Follow me now. Before the Jews could even give an account about what they had just heard, the truth of the matter is within one fortieth of a second, 
Jesus had astonished them so much so that they said, what manner of saying is this? Jesus is unique in how he confounds and he gives only what you are willing to receive. The answer was always there. But the harsh reality is, is that they weren't ready to accept it. Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. Amen? And so if he's giving you the answer, solidifying what is necessary for you to walk up out of here, and you're still asking the question, what manner of man is this? He got a problem. And so now we got to graduate from ground fault circuit interrupter because he had already established that he was trying to interrupt the direction by which you were going. So now I must let you know that something else is coming down the pipe, but it can't come until I descend. I said I was going to cut it short. And so I'm going to cut it short. Joy, you want to say something? Mm. That's not a mistake. And there was a tiny little spark that came out too. Mercy. And I didn't know about that. I didn't. I never knew about the texting. I never knew about the blackberry thinking like that. So I'm sorry, Joy. Can, can, can you can you go again? Go okay. again so they can hear you online. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just this morning, I was doing my hair, and it's on. They got to turn. They got to do it. And flat iron my hair, and in the same outlet, I was charging my phone, practicing my song for the choir. And just this morning, GFCI happened, and also a little spark happened too. And that's not an accident, people. That's not an accident. I didn't know the message Percy was going to give today, you know? And that happened. That's not an accident. So this message today really means something to me. And I need to be a little safer in my home. <laughs> but but uh, that's no accident. Thank you, Brother Percy. I promise you that that was not staged. But God is the, that type of God that he will interrupt your flow. And because of time, I said, it's, a, it's, it's some beautiful stuff. And y'all, y'all got to come see me afterwards. Some beautiful stuff. And I'm, 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 I'm going to... Come to a close in the next five to ten minutes. Is that all right? But I need you to understand that he's moving from ground fault interrupter, ground fault circuit interrupter, to all power. Mm. Because this is the God we serve. He's a God of love. He's a God of mercy. He's a God that knows the beginning from the end. He's a God who will be there right on time. He's your God. He's my God. I don't know what your situation may be. I don't know what the issue may be. But I, what I do know is that you have to call on the right source of power. 
And last I checked, there's only one. But even Christ himself said, I must go so that I may sin. Interesting enough, how many of you know that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost? The problem is, is when we start thinking about this ground fault, circuit interrupter, we get caught up on the three, but failing to realize that they're all in one. And so that the purpose that happens, he had to come here to live as one of us so that we can understand the fatality of what it means to have faith and trust in him. So that even while there was an interruption in his life, he still knew that he had his father. Remember, he said, if it was possible, Lord, if it was possible, let this cup pass me. So he went through some stuff. That's why it says that he was tempted in all ways, just as you and I. But he knew, like I know, that even in the midst of all that, he still could call upon his father. But here's the glory of it all. Here's the glory of it all. When you get down to the tail end of Matthew 28, what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Go back to your memory verse. Like I said, you're going to have to get with me on the rest of this because this I just want to give you all some time. But Jesus came and spake unto them. Spake unto whom? The disciples. He came and he spoke to them. And he said to them, he said and saying to them, look here. But first off, because I don't just want to assume that you know where he was coming from. Amen. So if you go back and you read the whole chapter of 28, you'll find that when Mary, Magdalene, and Martha went, they were going to see Jesus to put some, 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 some source of uh, uh, blessings upon his grave. But, but, but he was gone. And, and, and so in the midst, they were also instructed to go to a certain place. And they were told to also tell the disciples to go and meet him in Galilee. He had not yet ascended, but... But, but, but he needed to let them know that, look here, the grave could not contain him. Yeah. And so, old death, what is his theme? Huh? Victory was our Lord's. And so he said unto them, all power, all power is given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. The story's good. It's powerful. God is ready to receive you. The question is, are you ready to receive him? The end of the refrigerator story. I had to seek the new source, all power. I called Elder Paul Harris. Told him about my experience. He said, all right. Eric did good. Now I need you to take that cord and take it all the way into another room because what's happening is is that your circuit breaker the GFCI is on the same breaker and you need to separate your refrigerator from that breaker and allow it to be on the breaker itself did you follow me so it has to be on the main breaker y'all got it 
And so I did exactly as the elder Harris said and put it on there and oh, holy, thank you, Lord. Turned on the refrigerator. And let me just throw this in here just, for, just so you know. Throughout the whole process, I think the process took us about a week or two, babe. The food never went bad. Because we shifted from break, from circuit, from plug to plug to plug, but they were all in the kitchen. But when I moved it out the kitchen, went to the main breaker. Come on, hallelujah, Lord. I put that plug in there and it turned it on and we let that thing sit for two days, three days. And it, oh, thank you, Lord. The food got cold. It, it, was, it was wonderful. God kept it. But it got better. Because it wasn't just about the breaker, but it was about his communication with me. And he said, now that you know what the problem is, the true problem, what the issue is, now you also know the regulator. Yeah. Woo, hallelujah. Yeah. I said, Lord, what you trying to tell me? He said, I got you. Yeah. You can do this. Now, my niece will tell you in a heartbeat, I'm not the one that's going to get down and fool with anybody's electricity anybody's mechanism or mechanics, I ain't doing it. And I looked at that thing and I said, okay, Lord, I'm game. And so he literally took me, YouTube is wonderful, y'all. I don't like going out on, on that stuff, really, but YouTube is wonderful. And so I called Paul back up and I said, man, look, I watched this video and this is this and this is that. And he said, yeah, you got it. I said, you sound like, like the Lord. <laughs> he said, you can do it. I'm thinking he's going to come in. <laughs> he said, ah, you can do it. You got it. I said, I got it. And so I went out and I bought all the stuff that was necessary. Just what the Lord had placed on my heart and on my mind. I'm telling you this. So that you can understand, you can do it too. Because God is God. He's a loving God. And so I went and I bought all the equipment and I went to that, that plug with that GFCI and I said, all right, I'm getting ready to attack it. You and I. And I said, I got you. And he said, yeah, I might have you too. And then and, and it hit me, I said, that's electric. <laughs> I said, but how am I going to deal with this? So I got back on the phone. I said, Paul. I said, look, man. I watched the video, and it was talking about do this, do that. It said even turn off this. You're right. Turn off the circuit break. I said, man, what? how am I going to find out what the circuit break? What? How would I know? He said, well, you got to go down. And just as you did the process of elimination, you got to do the same process of elimination with the break. I said, oh, Lord. But this is how good our God is. Because he saw way before I did. And so when I went down to the breaker, I said, all right. I got to run up the stairs, back down the stairs. Y'all know I got bad knees. I ain't getting ready to keep this up. Went down the stairs. Got to the breaker, opened up the breaker. Guess what jumped out at me? Refrigerator. What? 
Are you for real? He said, yeah, I'm for real. Trip the switch. I said, oh, I got this. Kevon came in. He's like, what you doing? I said, I'm changing out the blood. Wife came in. Are you okay? <laughs> you don't know nothing about that stuff. <laughs> I said, no, nah, but God does. And it was exciting. As I began to take hold of what God had told me, the Lord says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you are saved, but they are which testify of me. God is inquiring, and he's asking us not just to read the words, but to allow the words to become a part of us. And so while I am looking to change the circuit breaker, I remembered what the guy on the video did. He took each wire and he set them aside so that when he came back, he knew which one to put back in the right place. Did y'all follow that? So in other words, I'm challenging you. We got a memory text in our Sabbath school lesson. You Sabbath. Try memorizing that memory verse. Let it resonate in your spirit. Dig a little deeper. I promise you that life will be much better. I'm not telling you you won't have problems, you won't have issues. But what I am telling you is that you will now have connected to the source who himself says, all power is given unto me. Truth of the matter is, is that we all want to go home. Is that right? The only way home is to finish this gospel work. God has commissioned us to complete your mission. Now, we're going to Mission Impossible if you accept us. No. But, 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 but the truth of the matter is, is that we have to draw nearer and closer to God through the study of his word and trusting in him. I had a wonderful time at 2.30 this morning. I know I said I won't tell you. But that's how God works. And I'm sitting there, I got the laptop on one table. I got the iPad on another table and the desktop on his table, and I'm back and forth. Oh, Lord, I can't keep up with all this good stuff. <laughs> but I was having such a good time. And it didn't take long, the truth be told, because that's how good a God he is. But the purpose behind me giving you this is to assure you that just as she sang that song, thank you, you're in his safety. You're in his safety. In fact, I invite the choir to come back up and let's sing that. I want to open up God's door. If there's such a desire in your heart, I'm going to give an appeal. If you want to be drawn nearer to the Lord, then I challenge you to accept God's call. In a way that you can do that, is to open up yourselves to study. 
Yes, I want you to go down into the watery grave at some point in time, but I want you to open up yourself to accepting God's word. opportunity set before you to say, Lord, I'm willing to take that first step. I'm willing to accept studies. I want to come to know you. I want to come to trust you. I want to come and allow you, Lord, to make the necessary changes in my life that I can be better fit to complete my mission. If that's your goal, if that's your desire, If you're interested in studying and learning God's word, I invite you to stand with me in the choir. God is good. He's an awesome God. The second part of the appeal is this. Promise to give yourself fully over to him. Allow for his spirit to truly come to bring about the necessities of life that will allow you to grow. Let him be that ground fault serpent interrupter so that you can transfer and move all the way to the ultimate power, Jesus Christ. us, Lord, from the inside and allow us, Lord, to represent you on the outside. 
Bring your children, Lord. Save Save us. And we will fail not to give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. together. I want to thank Elder Welton for that beautiful message, powerful message, GFCI. Praise the Lord. God has protected us. He had to interrupt our lives from destroying ourselves. We thank God for that. Sister Lacey, I see Sister Lacey is here with a grandbaby. Just remember to pick up your gifts that she has so lovingly picked out and chosen with your name on it downstairs in the education wing amen let's give her let's give her a hand praise as she's still going through this time yes amen she's still going through her time of bereavement so just wrap your arms a lot around her and just continue to encourage her amen, amen. amen. and um we're gonna just Keep her in our family and in our thoughts and in our prayers. I want to make sure that you get get some of those invitation cards Amen. to our Thank You Lord concert. Amen. Amen. You don't want to miss it. This place is going to be filled next week, so make sure you get here early and on time. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Elder Paul and the, and the usher has asked us to remind you that we will not be able to hold seats. So please let your family members, please be able to get here on time because we expect a crowd in here next week. And come on out. Our babies are going to be up here singing with us as well. They're going to be shaking the bells. They're going to be singing. And I'm telling you, they are singing for the blood of Jesus. So if you know any children, the children will do a parade to begin this and they will sing. So come on out and support the babies. If you don't want to support us, but you don't want to miss it. Amen, amen, amen. Let us stand uh, for our benediction. Heavenly Father, truly you spoke today to our hearts, Father. We're so grateful, Father, that you 
love us so much, Lord, that you will interrupt our lives to keep us from destroying ourselves, Lord. Let's help us to listen to your still, small voice, Lord, and follow your word. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. And the church said together, amen. Amen. You may be seated as the deacons usher you out. <laughs> 